Yeah, yeah, yeah. We good. Wow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Live Line TV and Radio. It's the homie Bank Bar Recite. And your queen, CRC. And we got the one, the only, Money Mike Willis in the building. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, big brother? Happy to be here. For sure, for sure. We give everybody a rundown. Shout out to all our listeners that's tuning in across the nation, that's tapping in on the Live Line uh, app, uh, the NOTN app. We appreciate all y'all for listening. This is going to be a great interview. We have a new Orleans legend in the building. You know what I'm saying? We're going to dive deep into his life, and we're going to get all the way up to 2023 with this. You know what I'm saying? But before we get into that, Mr. Money, Mike Willis, in over 30 years, has been no- is known to be one of the world's biggest in independent organizations, entertainment enterprise, record label, and marketing company. Down South, Michael Willis, president and CEO of Hope Two Loaded Records, TLR Entertainment Music Group, hopes his plan to utilize Hope, help other people endure. His nonprofit company can help this generation and the next generation of youth take their creative minds to be inspiring and creative to others. Man, we appreciate you for coming in here, big brother. For sure, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So if you haven't been, you know, in New Orleans for the last past, what, 30 years, you know what I'm saying? You you moved out a long, long, you've been gone since Bessie. Money Mike Willis has made his mark in the 504 and beyond. I'm born in the 1900s. <laughs> you remember real, huh, big brother? We go yeah. definitely. Who year you was born in if you care to share? 74. 1970s, yeah, 70s, baby. Early 70s, baby, to be exact. There you go. Yeah, you know, we in here. different generations. You know, we taking our creative minds and we're being creative to help others. You know what I'm saying? We're going to talk go. about your nonprofit organization. We're going to talk about your childhood. Talk about the record label. Talk about the streets. You know what I'm saying? But more importantly, we're going to talk about how crime is running rampant through the city of New Orleans and how Mr. Mike Willis himself is spearheading the initiative to help families that's been victims of crime. You know what I'm saying? I think that's something that's needed in our community. When I realized you was doing all this, Mike, I had to reach out to your brother. I'm glad you came through. So with no further delay, let's get it started, man. Can you let all of our viewers know where you're from, where you're born and raised? Where you're from? Tell me, tell me where you're from. Shoot, West Bank, 1.5. Born in the Fisher Project. Uh, Went through the system at an early age. So I was also born 1928 Merle Street. So I'm Half and half, Fisher and Christopher Holmes. Shout out to Fisher. Shout out to this, the old Fisher, the old the Christopher. Old Fisher, that old Christopher Fisher. Holmes is this? Is it closed still? It, it's knocked down, but we gonna figure out. The, what okay, they, they they tore it down. They're trying to get it. Re- it's a big old piece of land right there in Algiers that need to be uh, redone. So tell us about your childhood, big brother. Um, you know how was it like growing up in in Fisher and in Christopher Holmes? Well, to be honest with you, like I guess let me just get into the. Besides the 70s, let's just jump to the 80s. All right, all right. When crack kicked in. The crack mm-hmm. academic, you know, epidemic. So it didn't just take over my house, so it took over the community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Most deaf. We all was in that government cheese line at the Altamundi building, mm-hmm. you know, looking for cheese. Like, it wasn't one family, it was a thousand families. Mm-hmm. We all went to the other end and got the, the stew meat, the big old peanut butter can and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, like... But the whole community was poor, but the crazy part about it, we didn't even know we was poor because we all kind of chipped in. If you had sugar, I had Kool-Aid. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you had the water, whatever yeah, it is, everybody you already knew. how to put it all together. Yes, so indeed. We, we, so we had to learn at an early age how to, 
at like early age how to improvise. You know that peanut butter and jelly in the ice box, but you ain't got no bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go knock Go on the neighbors. Knock on the neighbors though. Y'all got yeah. some bread. Yeah, we, we <laughs> got y'all got some sugar. Y'all got yeah, yeah. Y'all got some sugar for these Kellogg's yeah, or the cornflakes. We had a tarry. Pet milk. Yeah. <laughs> we got no milk. Yeah. If you real. got Peg Man, you got Donkey Kong. We cutting up. Yeah. You got one joystick. Right. You, you got, got the other joystick. We need to get it in. You know what I'm saying? Go call Mike. Mike got the other joystick. I got winners. <laughs> I'm coming to play by your house. <laughs> you, you got winners, yeah, though, I got huh? winners all day. Yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed, Lord. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, at that time, you know what I'm saying? You know, how was it like growing up in the hood? You're a young teenage kid, you know what I'm saying? Or you coming into your teenage years, you know? How was crime in, in Algiers in those days? So, know? I'm the youngest of my mom's six kids. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been homeless at age nine before. Homeless? I've been homeless at age 15. What you mean, like homeless? Like um, you didn't have a neighbor house you can go to? You was nah. I mean, just just the way it was. You know? Sleeping on the streets, homeless. I mean, drugs took over everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like I said, my mom, she loved me, but she had more of a love for, you know, her substance and men. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she did the best she can do. I, to be honest, which I guess she did the best she could with what she had. Uh, tough love was something that was taught to me at a long time ago disappointments I've been stopped sitting on that corner waiting on my daddy my mom anybody I never met my daddy my whole life mm-hmm. okay so I ain't never even trip over that somebody used to ask me uh, mom and daddy they coming uh, your daddy coming what's your daddy name Jesus your daddy name Jesus Willis man stop being stupid that ain't no Jesus like I just was Jesus Christ like that was it mm-hmm. so I just I've been past the stage of worried about a man figure in my life you know, but I wasn't the kind of person that didn't let certain old heads that did come talk to me. I was I had enough sense to listen to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had people stepped up in my life, like my band director, Mr. Magruder, Dr. Michael Magruder, Atlanta Toyat was the first. Uh, Tyrone Casby, like I know these people when I was playing North football when I was four or five years old. So they watched me grow. Mm-hmm. Big Chief Casby is Tyrone Casby. Mm-hmm. So he went from being my North football coach, my uh, junior high school football coach my high school football coach he wound up being Landry principal you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. he but he's the Mohawk Hunters of the West Bank you hear that Tiara oh yeah, yeah I know oh, oh I know <laughs> you know she be doing her thing too yeah. you know she with the black hatches you <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying Queen uh, Tiara yeah I seen her yeah. you know she be doing her thing so what you got TC um what I mean so you told us about you know where you grew up and stuff like that so would you say it's different from now? Now it's different from like before Katrina, because I know a lot of things changed after Katrina, as far as community and stuff like that. Like, have you seen the change in the community since be, since before Katrina? And if so, like, what what was it? Okay, so let's say before Katrina. Um, to be truthful. It's, it, let's just say everybody want to say what these kids are doing now is dumb, stupid. Mm-hmm. I know somebody got killed from bumping into somebody at a packed club. Mm-hmm. I know somebody got killed or whooped on because somebody stepped on their shoes at a packed club. Mm-hmm. Now, if that ain't stupid. Yeah, I mean. Right. Mike, man, he over there looking at me. My nigga, how you know he looking at you? You must be looking at me. Man, go sit your stupid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, they just had some people on, on Goofy no matter what. But even back then, mm-hmm. I know people got killed. From, I felt played. Bro, you in jail and you got killed. You felt played. So if that's not dumb, I don't know what else. But to answer your question, 
the year of Katrina, a lot of people don't understand. I saw more love the year of Katrina. I saw white people, black people, Chinese people. We all was zero. Mm-hmm. Our accounts didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Our status didn't matter. We didn't have nothing. But we watched people from across the world support, show love. Now, where, I don't know where that button went to where they cut that button off. Like, you seen everybody come together, like I say, any color, and show compassion and love. And now we saying... We back to hate crime? Yeah, I mean, you know, when when we had the hurricane, prior to that, I remember the streets. You know, I remember how violent the streets was, but it seemed like things were isolated into one area. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. after Katrina, you know, I think Ray Nagin came out. I, I'm pretty sure Ray Nagin came Chocolate back City. and said, yeah. Chocolate City. <laughs> and what he also said was, we need uh, help for our kids that's going to be coming up in the next 15 years. And other than that, we're going to have a city that's going to be, you know, a horrible city to live in. Do you think his prediction was right? Yep. Because nobody, you and me or anybody, had counseling from Katrina. Like, to be displaced. True. Somebody could put True. you on a bus and just drop you off and... Uh, Iowa, Houston, oh, yeah. Dallas, Atlanta, California, uh, right. Arkansas, Anywhere. Atlanta, and live, mm-hmm. tell them you can live for free, right? Man, you ever seen somebody at the Fisher Project living in Iowa? No, freeze at no, no, uh-uh. but they had to adjust, yeah, no matter what. So, you know how we are, we're territorial people. So, you go to anybody from New Orleans when they come to your city. I'm staying in a, a shelter in Jennings, Louisiana. The people straight up told us, do not go on Main Street. All right? Like, they gave us all the instructions what not to do, certain areas not to go to. Shit. Them dudes opened up shop on Main Street. You would have thought that was their tea, <laughs> their grandma. Everything, you know it ain't everything, no. they, everything them people told us not to do, they, somebody yeah, went took Somebody over went done it. Somebody, you know, from the N.O. Houston crime rate went up. Atlanta crime rate went up. Tennessee crime rate went up. Jackson, Mississippi. I don't care yes. wherever New Orleans was at. The crime rate went up. I think Google and um Google is in on the conversation <laughs> too. Google's trying to show us where it was going down at as well, where the yeah, murder rate jumped serious. up. We went crazy at. So I mean, we, you know, tell us. I mean, what was what, what? What do you think? You know what I'm saying? We could have done differently because I'm looking at it like, okay, you know, New Orleans had about seven hundred thousand people. Murder rate has always been over 100 since the 70s. You know what I'm saying? 100 people been getting killed a year, every year in New Orleans since the 70s. And then Katrina hits, and now we stuck around 300,000, 400,000 people. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what was it like? Why did you come back to New Orleans? You know what I'm saying? What was your reason for coming back after everything? Well, uh, shit, FEMA Friday was pumping. Ah, yeah. I created Juvie Tuesday, FEMA Friday. Yeah, shout Trader, out to Club you know. Caesars. Yeah, so... Um, we was the first club open for like a year by ourselves until all the, you know, they rebuild a lot of stuff on the East Bank. Mm-hmm. So it was a blessing year. Well, hold on, Mike. You said y'all was the first club open. One I think Kenny's Key West would have a little something to say about that. No, but they came a little later. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kenny, no, Kenny, Kenny came, and I can tell you I know it was later uh-huh. because I already had the crowd. All right. And then the duck off mm-hmm. started doing whatever as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But certain <laughs> crime things was happening. Somebody got shot at Kenny Key West. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah, I do so remember. So when all that happened, it was like shut down. Now we dominating again. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, but everybody tried to do whatever. But we, when it come to Gretna, 
you know, I think some people knew where to play and where, where not, not to play at. To play at. Yeah. I mean, are you, do you care to share what happened with the Kenny's Key West? Uh, you I know, mean, I, I wasn't there. I was like, I don't. When I was, why doing, did you stop? You well, know, I was doing, doing your two, night though. I was doing two nights a week, Tuesday mm-hmm. and Fridays, Juve Tuesday, FEMA Friday. So I ain't have time to like the same people that was coming to see us on Tuesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. I ain't, what, what I'm going out for? They mm-hmm. coming in. Exactly. I mean, you couldn't get in Caesars when you were doing those nights. That, I mean, you had cars literally nice. all the way down Martin Luther King Street under the bridge. It was it was it was popping, man. The, the city the city showed mad, mad love. I mean, they showed mad love because before Katrina, we only had one night Tuesday, mm-hmm. and it was it blessed us to actually have three nights at the beginning. Because we did Chocolate City Ladies Night on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then as everybody was opening up, it's like Kenny had Friday, the duck was fighting for Saturday, mm-hmm. you know. So we just sustained and had a little more power than everybody else. So, was was there a little bit tension between you and the other establishments in the city, you know what I'm saying, because y'all was dominating so hard? I mean, was it was it, could anybody open up that night? Was it a problem if they opened and you guys were open and it wasn't doing business? Nah, it's called free enterprise. Like I've never even thought of it like that. Like I'm going to do I'm going on my move regardless. Mm-hmm. I don't care. You can t- open up 20 clubs. I'm going on my move. Okay. Like you can't people will go where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, but I just never steered people wrong. I didn't have a gimmick. I didn't have 15 birthday parties. Like, I wasn't using her popularity, his popularity, everybody else to build my night. We didn't have parties that season. Is that a great, I mean, that wasn't a strategy for you, but you see that as a strategy. I see it well, as well. Well, the thing was, like, rumors. People got robbed at rumors. Your car got hit by a train, and rumors packed every week. That means people wanted to be there. So okay. when you when you doing what you got to do, people want to be there. Be there right. So when you got people that want to be there, it's a whole different feeling. Who was your DJ? K Real. Okay, shout out to DJ K Real. What's up with K Real, man? I haven't heard too much from him in a while. Yeah, I guess he keeping it real. Okay, shout out to DJ K Real. <laughs> so you know we about to get listen, y'all. This is the live line TV and ready. We're here with Money Mike Willis, New Orleans legend, entrepreneur, uh, community activist. Uh, we got a lot of conversation we getting off into tonight. We do have some music we gonna be playing for y'all. And I asked Mike earlier, what's up with that two loaded records music? You know, twenty twenty three is gonna be a, a blessing year where we actually doing movies, soundtracks, documentary soundtracks. Y'all go actually see the It's All Over soundtrack, mm-hmm. uh, soundtrack and documentary on what we did with Lil Jenks. Like, he go tell his own story. You go, mm-hmm. Toast Pacino go tell his own story. And we go also let people know about the Trey 8, you know, mm-hmm. No Limit Era, all that stuff like that, the ghetto story. Well, well, I'm, I'm excited, especially for these soundtracks, because I haven't heard a soundtrack in Y'all years. go trip out. That's all I'm telling you. So we like, definitely... A good soundtrack. And I got gospel coming, <laughs> Jay Reed, like... I ain't playing. Well, look at God. <laughs> so, we definitely going to get off into this two-loaded records. We're going to go back a little bit. We're going to talk about how this two-loaded records thing got started. You know, we're going to go and get some uh, some stories from Mike right quick because you were pioneer in that era right there with two-loaded records, one of the biggest record labels in New Orleans at that time. Yeah. But first, we got Big Faith. Dave. Well, hello, somebody. somebody. Brand new remix about to drop January 21st featuring Chop Style. Chop, chop, chop style. You hears me? Y'all be on the lookout for that and the behind the scenes. You can go to our uh, uh, YouTube page to check out the behind the scenes of the Hello Somebody right now. You can check out the photo slide and see the behind the scenes video that we filmed. Y'all can check that out. We'll be right back with Money Mike Willis. You hears me? <laughs> All right, there you go. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. Tell him what to do this beat. 
somebody You never know when you gon' need somebody Hello, hello somebody Yeah, I'ma move my body Yeah, you gon' be somebody You never know when you gon' need somebody From L.A. to L.A. to yelling hello fade Big dog, smooth cat with some mellow ways In the 10th grade I used to rock the mellow braids Private school at the time they wanted us with fades Then the dog with the West Jeff March wolf step step Big with the pep step You can call me Lucky Left Do it for my churn, I'ma do it for my nephew Do it for the hood when I march clear step Hello, hello somebody Yeah, I'ma move my body Yeah, I'ma be somebody You never know when you gon' need somebody, hello Hello somebody, yeah, I'ma move my body Yeah, you gon' be somebody You never know when you gon' need somebody, hello uh, I gotta represent, fave in this thing, I'ma make it make sense You can shake a leg for me, move them arms for me Chopper style with it, chopper style with it Now West Bank, baby, boy, that West Bank, call it B That West Bank, baby, boy, that West Bank, call it B Shake for me, now rock for me Back it up like it's 2005 BV Now hello, hello somebody I see you over there working that body Keep grinding, you gon' be somebody They never know when they gon' need somebody Hello, hello somebody I see you over there working that body Keep grinding, you gon' be somebody They never know when they gon' need somebody We about to get off into it right quick. We, we about to get we about to get it rolling. We had a con we had it off well, off off the, like that. This conversation yeah. keep it rolling. <laughs> off man. the air. This the homie Bay Bar recite. We hey, are back. You heard me? We got money, Mike Willis. We were talking about the situation. What you were saying, Big Mike? About so a lot of people. I just think that when we dealing with tragedies and trauma, mm-hmm. like I said, I've been dealing with the shit since the seventies. Mm-hmm. So I used to take my energy and perform. I became a good drum major. Like, mm-hmm. when everybody else is inside playing. Shit, I ain't got no lights, no water. So I'm going to practice harder mm-hmm. and harder. Mm-hmm. So that's how I dealt with my tragedies. I'm going to give you, I put it into art. Okay. You know? yeah. And then it's like, when you're looking for people that we think and that can understand what we've been through, nah. Because most people, the first thing, like, we can't put our children on Adderall. Put them in that closet with that ass. Mm-hmm. But pills? A lot of people giving their kids these, they turn them into zombies. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's what they know it, it do. It's a business. It became a business. They tried to give my son the pills. I was like, y'all ain't got nothing else. You know what I'm saying? They went straight for the pills. I'm like, what the hell? Because they're so quick to diagnose us with all these alphabets, ADHD, ADD, no, and that stuff nigga like bad. that. No, th- then that's what it really is. 
He needs attention. So go you from you. Wall, go look at the window. Go look. See my listen. I don't know where we got lost at. Our culture. Right. We come from faith, hope. We can sing our way into mm-hmm. feeling good. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? That's what our ancestors did. Yeah, we come from. Yeah. We're cultural people. Mm-hmm. You know, we're true believers in faith and hope. Tomorrow will be a better day. Like, we come up that way. Now, some kind of way we got shifted on somebody else. Goofy time where they, you know, it's like we use OMG. Your kids get... Listen. Is, is corporal punishment a necessary thing for our kids, black kids? What is that? The corp- sort of like getting the whoopings in school. Like, like, like how- get, get that ass. It got me straight up. Right in, no. <laughs> and I, I think it's just ridiculous. Uh, and I wouldn't even call it corporate punishment because it made us. Even so much so of writing lines, I would not lie, I would not lie. Or standing in a corner. They call that corporal punishment, but that stuff that actually made us that that, mm-hmm. that that taught us, hey, every action has a consequence. If if the school sent home a paper saying you're giving us permission to discipline your child with certain techniques, would you sign it? Use the understand the word you say. Discipline. Mm-hmm. Somebody else said that's abuse. Uh-huh. No, that's discipline in our house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. In our community, it's discipline. But yeah. for them to regulate it, they said, a matter of fact, I tell you what, if you want to divorce your parents, call the police on your parents. You can. Sure. You, you that's can. what they told that's them. That's yeah. yeah. You, you yeah. can do okay, that. So yeah. They teach you them that. you just told your, my child to play with me, I came down here to chastise my child in class to make sure she or he don't play with neither one of us because she ain't mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. play with me. Uh-huh. And while I'm coming to make sure she don't play with you once I leave here, and you should have call the police on me. You made me a problem. So I'll tell you what we're going to do then, y'all. You deal with my child. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. No, do what you go do. Mm-hmm. So when he and she turn around and bite you mm-hmm. because you gave him that inch that we understood that we didn't understand. Our parents said, do not give him an inch. He'll take a mile. Mm-hmm. Now we know why they didn't give us that inch. Uh-huh. Right? Absolutely, absolutely. So we sit up there and went through all that hardship and sit up there and gave our kids a whole football field to play with us on. And mm. now we think we can tame them. I have a Hurricane Katrina baby. Miguel, okay. my 16 year old, be 17. So nobody can, I, believe me, all of my kids then showed me a different generation gap of what society has became with all of them as well. I understand completely what you're saying. So I didn't know what Netflix and the Chilling was. Is, 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 Mental illness, what's your thoughts on that with our youth in New Orleans? Is that impacting the crime? Well, I mean, if you make excuse for it. Mm-hmm. We went through an era of 10 years where uh, social media said, we're going to come up with a plan. We're going to brainwash some people. And they went with it. And now they're telling mm-hmm. everybody. They're publicizing. Mm-hmm. Twitter is poison. Mm-hmm. Instagram is poison. Mm-hmm. Facebook is poison. Mm-hmm. So all they did was convert the name from Facebook and put Meta on it, a sister mm-hmm. company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same company. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. That's the right? chip. Yep. But no, but that's when they, they already paid so many settlements off. But now when you separate another company, it's no longer fine under that, that name anymore. Mm-hmm. So when you say Meta, but you're like, damn, when I say Meta at the bottom. But I'm doing the same thing. It's, a, it's supplying the same needs like Facebook, Instagram. Because so, mm-hmm. it's the same people. Mm-hmm. Right? Look at Twitter. The man just bought it. And they beefing over it. Right? Mm-hmm. And they said the kids in China don't even do half the stuff 
they got a filter on it where the kids. Are yeah, yeah, I seen okay. that. But, mm-hmm. but okay, you saw that, right? Mm-hmm. So if you saw that and they don't do that to their own children, and we le- allowing it to feed our kids any kind of information, yeah, yeah. and we not shutting it down, so who the problem is? Us. Okay. So US. if they if they told us we've been poisoning you all for ten years, all the mamas, the daddies. The fifty-year-old, forty-five-year-old, still trying to be hot and whatever, mm-hmm. doing all them selfies, uh, joining all them social pleasure clubs. Everybody started. Everybody that started a social pleasure club. The first mission was: we're going to help the kids. We're going to feed the people under the bridge. Once they started having parties, and he get to hitting her, and she be get to hitting mm-hmm. him. And yep. The mission. We lost. We lost that. We lost sight of that. And we wow. had a lot of social pleasure clubs. Mm-hmm. And their main initiative was. To redevelop our community, put back our own community. So we showed everybody that wow. we can come together and party, but we also show people are we, we are not inv- willing to invest into our own community. Our own are, are we doing the work outside of the suda, outside of the prettiness? We would, I was just talking about. We were just having a conversation about this. Like, it's not about being pretty. It's it's about community. Like, if but, you but they don't feel it until it happened to their house. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Let's just say I've been doing something for 30 years and saying, this day coming, this day coming. Noah looked like a fool until it started raining. You know what I'm saying? So Mike Willis saying we need to start talking to the kids age five on up. Why so young? Let's, let's get them at 14 or 24. They already be, they became a part of the system. Yeah, 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 they already yeah. kind of developed yeah. into so, their ways. But the, the government is funding program for to let them re-enter society. Anybody that did five years, ten years, they start something called re-entry. It sounds great, right? A convicted felon now can re-enter society. Mm-hmm. How do we prevent them from becoming a criminal? I'm glad you brought that part up. And, and talking to the mic for me, if you can. Okay. Um, what can re-entry, how can that better? Because right now, you know, I had one of the questions. Buyers are set at the lowest they've ever been in New Orleans history. Uh, we have a lot of people complaining about mm-hmm. the, the criminals are getting out of jail too early, you know, and they're not really doing any real time and it's impacting the community in negative ways. Right. Do you see re-entry becoming a better uh, system or is it broken? Or, you know, do we need to reevaluate what re-entry is into the community? I mean, I just think, like I said, I I don't like, I don't want to bash nobody the program. I think they're doing the best of what they can with what mm-hmm. they got, but... If you don't see, if you're seeing all these people paying experts and you see our crime rate go up, you got all these programs in place, right? And we become the murder capital of the United States of America. If they had a plan, if they know what they was doing, or let's just say half of the people that's uh, a part of those programs, if you take away nonprofit, it's like before you became an NFL or NBA player. You had passion to play the game. Exactly. So yeah. before the money got involved, it was passion. It was all passion. It was yeah. love for the game. Okay. Right. Now everybody here, nonprofit, nonprofit, nonprofit. So you're seeing everybody starting a billion nonprofits, right? And some people got funded to be a nonprofit, mm-hmm. but they're not doing the work. So what does the work look like, Mike? Um, do is it fluorescent lights? Is it in the community? Is it you know, uh, you know, counseling? You know, what? what? Well, I mean, I can't. Again, I can't tell a pastor what to do okay. because I didn't go to school to be a pastor. But if they got every so often they got a five week month, mm-hmm. take that fifth. If you got to get paid for four weeks a month, get paid for that. If that's what your initiative is. But give some back on that fifth week. Then, mm-hmm. 
So if every pastor could come together and figure uh-huh. that part out, that I'm hoping they can do that. But just like the councilman, I didn't go to school to be a councilman, a senator, a congressman. So I don't know p- what political people are supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. But if they're not doing nothing and we keep asking for something and we keep getting the same results and they always make the promise what they're going to do once we put them, once we, the people, vote and put them in. Mm-hmm. They say what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. And we still saying, well, hey, y'all, when did we go get our day? Because mm-hmm. we did what y'all asked us to do. Yeah, we went out. We got, right. we, we voted, you know. Right. Um, and then you ignore We participated. Us, right? Mm-hmm. Then you ignore us. And then when a moment or a certain situation come, they entertain the moment. But we don't never see a follow-up. But because I didn't go to school to be into politics, in my mind, maybe that's what they supposed to be doing, what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So in my mind is, I can't focus on what they is ain't doing. I know what I got to do. Because I remember what a community was. Mm-hmm. And I remember people that put back in my community. So let me understand where I come from and go mm-hmm. back to that day. So right. let's let's go back a little bit, if you don't mind, um, Mike and Tiara. Um, you know, you started Two Loaded Records. How old were you when you started Two Loaded Records, and how did that come about? Well, first we started Smoke One Records. Smoke One Records. Smoke One Records. Uh, with Trey Eight. Uh-huh. <laughs> School friends, mm-hmm. man, you muse Santana. Uh, I mean, the, the name speak for itself. Y'all was definitely too loaded, you know what I'm saying? No, but smoke one was the first. Thing. <laughs> which one was? I mean, which, smoke one was first. First one, smoke, smoke one was, was first. first. Yeah. Then it became. So how that? How that? How did it change? So, like, um, somebody threw a cross between me and P and some other people. Mm-hmm. So to me, when the, the cross threw through the cross, he the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the shoe shoe. It's not the the gossip person. It's the person that's sitting there entertaining it. And then when somebody throw a cross and you don't know they throw a cross, that's a dangerous person mm-hmm. because you're trusting that person, not mm-hmm. knowing that person took some money, did this, did that, and then you find out that this person really was a problem. So you got to deal with the problem. Okay. Right. So, so so I dealt with the problem. Then I moved on from smoke one and started too loaded. Mm-hmm. So I let my track worker speak for itself. I kept selling units. I went and mm-hmm. got Jenks. I went and got a piano man, Christopher Mason. Mm-hmm. And Will Harden was always shooting things, videos for us. So, um, and that's how I, I actually was in the Gazelle Twins video, Responsibility. Mm-hmm. So Chuck with Big Boy, um, Big Slim, Lil Slim, you know what I'm saying? All the G Slim, all these people was from Christopher Holmes. You know, Lips. Mm-hmm. Um, so Big Boy Record was the first people to bring the California boys down here, six folds and stuff like that. Now the crazy part was this: I know G Slim, I know everybody. Now how they became Crips of Blood and walking around like Snoop Dogg and um, Ice Cube with slippers on. Yeah. Was it the fab at that time? Was the trends of you know I, I California guess. life <laughs> made his way down here to New Orleans? Mm-hmm. And, but so what year we talking about when all this was 91, transpiring? 91, 92, 93. Like, like all the, the, the real street stuff came from the West Bank. So how you feel, you know, about, it's 1991, two loaded records, one of the hottest records in, the, in, in, in New Orleans. Then you got Cash Money is coming up behind you. No Limit is coming up. Oh, so you had Big Boy. Big Boy. You had Take Four, and you had uh, Cash Money. Okay. Right, No Limit came around in 94, 95, when they were doing the Downside Hustler. Okay. So Mia and uh, quite a few people that had a lot of people doing recording in the parkway, she put them all on the Downside Hustler. 
then she also made the phone call for Trey Eight. But we were all we was already doing our independent thing. Like we were selling seventy thousand copies before anybody was selling anything. Out the trunk for real. Y'all was out the trunk before Master P was out the trunk. Like Trey was the truth already. We was already doing in stores. We was already doing record release parties. Mm -hmm. We was already booking our own shows. Like we learned all that from Bobby Mm Marshan. Like a lot of people don't even talk about Bobby, but Bobby. Say that name again, Bobby Marshan. Bobby Marshan. Gong shows and everything else. Bobby Marshan paid the way for everybody. Cheeky Black was his top artist. Like he was the he was the only one that knew how to deal with Angela. Cheeky That's Black. Cheek. Cheeky. I, until he probably to the only one to this day. Man, ask <laughs> Rude Jude. Listen, I promise you, Bobby Marshan had more patience than the governor. Man, Jesus, mm-hmm. <laughs> deal with Cheeky back then. Cheeky Is he man. still alive? He's no, he died, still, okay. Man. Like Cheeky and Miss um, T used to go at it <laughs> hard, man. So then we came with Zeta. Right, Mozilla. And uh we did a song, we did a remake of Michael Jackson. All I wanna say is that we don't give a damn about nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh now we got the three of them and then Trey Eight was messing with Juicy. She was like the little Kim at the time when a knitted outfit with no drawers on song called Eat the Cat. Mm-hmm. You know, so Eat man. the Cat, Eat the Cat, yeah, Eat the Cat. Okay, all right, gotcha. So all this became in house, uh so Miss T Twelly at the time. Uh, Trishelle. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, baby. <laughs> like she She'll was, be here in, this next, uh, she in was two weeks. Yeah. Hill, but she was already Lauren Hill when Lauren Hill was Lauren Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, she was she was the voice niggas, they coming against Like, she was already doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, with BG and them. You know, UNLV. You know, it's a lot of people that really paved the way that I think a lot of people downplay because the other people became successful with the other companies. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot of people that built that catalog to make everybody sustain in, in who they were. You know, like, if you take C, Slim, Mac, if you, okay, let's say No Limit had 20 artists. And 20 artists could bring 10 people on the road with them. That's 200 people. P put them all in camouflage. Who gonna play with that company? Nobody. nobody. Ain't nobody gonna get out the way. That tank coming nobody. through. Nobody. Period. So that's mm-hmm. just how it was, you know. And the, I don't care who you were, you could be a crip of blood or whoever, vice lord, anything. It's the way the makeup was. Mm-hmm. It made people like, man, I'm not about to play with them people. They too deep. That's with or without police. Right. The music. And you had ignorant people back then. Like I, I'm about to get in. <laughs> the music back <laughs> then, you know. I mean, oh. New Orleans. Very vibrant city. Me and yeah, Tiara, you know, Tiara Ballet was, was born rough. at that time. I, I think was I was born like, in 90. I was, I was, born in 90. I, was yeah. I was, I was, I was like nine, ten years old. I remember I'm from Kennedy Heights, you know, off of Bishop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big boy, them they was on Layman. You know what I'm saying? So I remember those whips, those cars, all of those things, those the big crowd of people being out there. Um, the music. Did the music represent violence, or did it represent a culture that portrayed violence? What I mean about that is, were the artists violent, or were the artists just representing the culture that was violent? Back then? Yeah. Rockefeller was violent. Uh, Irv Godden was, I mean, you got to look at what everybody's name was. Cash mm-hmm. Money mm-hmm. emulated YMCMB from New Jack City. Mm-hmm. Master P emulated the last dime from the golf hall. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like every company copied a mafia mm-hmm. format. You know what I'm saying? I just stayed neutral. I'm Michael Corleone. I didn't ask for it. Remember, he, he didn't want it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
but it happened. Corleone ain't wanted, but it happened. But it happened. Every time he tried to get out, they pull him back in. So I'm back. So let's let's rewind it. Like, <laughs> let's go back. Stuff. What what made you actually want to to get into the industry? So, um, to be honest, which is like, once I decided I was out here, mm-hmm. I had a homeboy named Andy J, Peanut, and um, Rudy. And Jay just was an all-around kind of person, you know, like, <laughs> I've never met a person that knew how to have fun and do something 24 hours per day, period. Uh, Anywhere he went, like, this man, go, he go get 10, 20 followers. I don't, he go to Scotchdale, he, this man was an awesome guy. This man go to Roxbury and the strippers coming out. I'm like, Jay, what? <laughs> so, he made a decision to roll with me. So, I had to figure out he was 6'4", six, 6'5". So, man, a guy named Pint Spencer uh, started the Midnight League, Spencer Ross. And Miss Terry was doing the softball at Fox. Miss Joseph was doing the volleyball. So, we just started, and a guy named Jeff Mickens used to take us over the river to play against Subwall Hall Headed. So, it made us start our own teams. Mm-hmm. And we had our own flag ball, basketball, volleyball. So, like, we really had our own mm-hmm. Monday, Tuesday, everything going on. Every and then on Sundays it's going down to Chris, like we have a block party. So, because of all the people that had talent and that wanted to play ball, like we had a lot of we had Michael Jordans, like we had people that played like Michael really Jordan. could ball. We had Billy Henderson, Billy Jones. I'm talking about if you ain't at the game when they playing against each other, you ain't nobody. It's like the Rutgers, you know. So, that was my only way of getting other people to channel energy and not be in the streets all day every day, mm-hmm. you know. And doing music was. That was their portrait. That was them spitting their story. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say nobody wasn't living like that. Like, they was, they were living like that. But mm-hmm. they channeled the energy into the, the music. The music. Okay. The, the paintbrush, mm-hmm. the softball, or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, like even myself, I, I wanted to be everything. I tried to be a model. Man, I, what I didn't try. <laughs> so <laughs> what, what you tried? Tell us what you tried. What, what you did? I didn't try. Like, I, I was a model. I, so look, my uncle... My uncle Mark, his pants can fit me, but my uncle Morris's jacket can fit me. You know, so I was doing the Natchez boat. A guy named Jeff Mickens. For some reason, I don't know how Jeff always there to fix my tie. When I turned around, he got a camera. <laughs> but he was there. Like, I didn't have a, 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 like, I never told nobody what I was doing. I'm sneaking doing this to make $100 a week. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm doing this, this man would always show up. I'm like, what do you got my house tap or something? <laughs> but that's how I was ma- able to make some money. So then, well, when I was younger, this me and my sister, um, I would go in the French quarters because we'd catch the ferry and with the river walk. Mm-hmm. So I would watch like a good four or five people eat food. And back then, people would just leave a big old half of cheeseburger or anything. So I scraped that. Then I wait for about four tables, leave that little tip, five, mm-hmm. five, five. So that's twenty dollars. Mm-hmm. So I scraped that. Put that in the bag. Boom, me and my sister got something to eat. And we get on from there. You know? Um, so it's just, it's like when you have nothing, what you got to lose? Absolutely. Right. right. So, but, I, but I've been a dreamer. So mm-hmm. my dream was to take people with me. But we got to figure it out. And in the process, you know, because it is some street shit going on. Mm-hmm. So all the casualties of it still made us who we were. In your opinion. Like a lot of people are this... They hit us are the people that was a part of the movement, even with the wrongdoing. 
at the time, it was right doing to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we was with the shit. Like, you know, so when people, like, we had some people that sometimes we just couldn't control them, though. Mm-hmm. You know, some people just, but some of them that respected me, cap out here tonight, Mike out here tonight. So we, you know, now if I say let's get, hold up, you on some dumb shit too? What? <laughs> so it definitely, it's definitely going to be some shit if you start some shit. Right. Yeah. yeah like, like dead guys attract, like I tell anybody, man, like when you, as big as who you are and you representing the whole city, the whole West Bank, mm-hmm. like even Caesars Place. You got to understand, there's a lot of people hate that. That's a crowd every Tuesday and Friday. I'm telling you, I'm like, I know you got haters out there. People, Man, especially in that time, you it's know what price, I'm saying? It's a price to success, you know what I'm saying? What was the reason, in your opinion, because you say this, you're back for the reboot, um, that it didn't go your way or, you know, it didn't become as successful as you guys probably planned with two loaded records back in those well, it, it, it did get successful. Russell Simmons came down. Um, I met with Dino DeValle. Uh, I met with Ernie Singleton. Who had y'all had some heavy hitters. Y'all, y'all had some James. real heavy hitters like, on that was, label. We, but they, everybody had their habits. Okay. You know, and every time we got a check came, I got to figure out. Look, Joe, you on lip sync for your brother? Cause that's five million right there, bro. What, what's up? Just don't look in the camera all the way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to figure. Like, bro, listen, we didn't hustle now. We didn't made some street money, but this a check right here. Yeah, that's a check. This a, going straight to the bank. I we, need you to mill it vanilla for a little while, my nigga. But <laughs> turn your hat sideways for real. Like this is true story. I know they are. I mean, what's your relationship with Master P at this present moment? Yeah, like he, y'all good. Yeah, we baby. Everything's cool. great. Well, listen, I, I my thing is, I didn't know people was faking until they made it. Mm-hmm. You know, but if that was the format that worked for them, it worked for them. Right. I just didn't know nothing about none of that. Like everything I was doing, I had it. I was mm-hmm. doing it. You know, and I'm not saying you're an original it. stunner. No, I had it. I ain't stunting. You ain't stunting. It's, nah, it's real. Jay, Jay, I don't know nothing about making it rain. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do my wet. You I just don't do did it. I just you just did it. Not stayed in my own lane. Like if you came to one of my New Year's Eve party or birthday parties, I gave away 800 bottles of Jero J. Because that's what I drink. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want something harder, you go buy it on your own. But I'm giving this to everybody in here, you know. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I, but I stayed in my like. You're not gonna catch me drinking just crown and hen, right, right? Right. I like something that go sneak up on me. It's a little sexy, and you know. Mm-hmm. And then if you got your girl on it too, you know. <laughs> yeah. But if you got a, a straight good, drunk, good night. <laughs> you don't know. You, yeah. you don't know what gonna happen. That might yeah. get, make it be bad. She might throw up. And no, hold up, my nigga. Let's keep right. us sexy right now. Right. Let's not get a drunk. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Yes, keep it sexy. Man, I'm honey. enjoying this. I know Queen Tiara sees and enjoying this. We got I'm a just Nola it legend. All up, Cause I know I'm from yeah. the other side of the river. I'm from across that water. I'm from the nine. So well, well, I'm definitely. I'm just soaking it all up, but like the history you, and everything else. But I watch you do your thing fashionably, you know. So, and oh. even with the Indian thing, like I, I pay attention to everybody. Well, I'm glad you were paying attention to the landscape because that tells me you got a lot to watch when you watch the live line. You know what I mean? No, but I watch, but even with y'all platform, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, it's starting right here, you know what I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, look, we working every day and we hustling every day. I feel like I'm you at this moment. I'm not faking it. I'm not going out there and doing none of that extra stuff with this platform. We're going to be original, authentic. Everything that we do is going to come from us. Right, like I was telling... Mike, before we uh, air, like, it's no script. It's, yes. it, this is what y'all see. Like, what y'all see is what y'all see in real time. There's no script. 
We we live. We really are live. live. Whatever say whatever said on his said on here. Whatever's done on his done on his. Like look, whatever I say once, I can say twice. I promise you. So I don't. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I like the super producer say the green screen. The but green still, screen like, is it's, cool. It's authenticity for me because I I don't know I I don't know how to be fake like because it's like lying because like once you tell this lie you gotta tell another lie to cover up that lie and stuff like that. I'm 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 just me. I'm not a stunner. Yeah, I'm not. And I gotta start somewhere, man. Right. Listen, like I told y'all, nobody believed in me. I took the first step, and none of my friends put made me a boss. It was they just supported me and followed a good leader. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't have to. I used to ask my friends all the time, "Why are y'all following me? What's so special about me, huh?" <laughs> nah, people. Right. It's been going on for years. I, right. But Mike, you had a, a huge. I mean, it's something about you. I mean, it's, it's something about you that gravitates people to you, yeah. and just law has given you wisdom at an early age on how to channel that. You know what I'm saying? And I think what you do really. You know, impacts people. All and it's been right. doing it all of your life. You, 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 got you got probably you just coming to realize this in the last decade. You got your you got influence, right. how big your influence is. The crazy part is this. I remember somebody told me this. Just come back and do it. Mm-hmm. Like once your mindset on something, we know you're gonna make it manifest. Mm-hmm. And that's from girls, guys, anybody. Like Michael, channel all that stuff out. Whatever you want to do, like we already know, if your mind set on something, you mm-hmm. go do it. Mm-hmm. So the stuff I've been doing, like and the support I've been getting from the community and my friends, like it's it's not like I'm paying them. Like they seeing change, they want to be a part of change, mm-hmm. and we already know. Don't call me to cry for your child if I'm not gonna cry for that child. Mm-hmm. Don't call me to come march for this child. Like everybody got picks and chooses on what they wanna, you know, what the movement want be. I want to figure out after the march. What we doing tomorrow? That well, is. Everybody's screaming and yelling. It's easy to point fingers and blame somebody. It, absolutely. Right. We want to get off. We got receipts, y'all. I want I want Mike Super Producer, Mike with the mic. I want you to play our first clip of the night. Um, Let's get off into why Mike is really, really here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to play this first clip. It's from a nationwide report. So this is across the country. Yes. They came to New Orleans. They spun all. They spun a bag to come down here and visit you. They had to fly here, get a hotel, and all this Ollie. to feature you on across the nation. We want to take a look at this clip, and we'll be right right back. Let's get it. Let's go. Welcome to Cross Country. We begin with a Fox News alert as America names a new murder capital. Crime and murders are surging in New Orleans and elected officials seem to care more about the criminals than their own community. Their constituents continue to beg for help, but those in charge are not listening. Over the last year, murders have increased by 34 percent. Armed robberies have skyrocketed by nearly 50 percent, while carjackings, theft and gun related violence continues to climb as well. An American city that was once a jewel is now in total decay. I went down to New Orleans to see the situation for myself. Watch. Your city is the murder capital of the country. What do you think about that? That's a slap in the whole city face. It's a black eye, basically, in the whole city face. It's a crisis. It's a disaster. How many funerals have you gone to this year? A total of 66 now. Last Friday, the young man was 31 years old. Hmm. 
he was the oldest. The other 65 of them, the kids were 17 on down. When you go to these funerals and you grieve with these families and they're asking for justice for their kids, are any of the city council elected officials there at these funerals? No. Some of them will come to a funeral when it's somebody close to them. But for as everybody else, they wasn't at the last week's funeral. They wasn't at a lot of funerals. My personal opinion is that, in the way I feel, if they had a plan and if they was going to do something, they would have been doing it by now. It would have been done by now. It shouldn't have taken yesterday. There's no plan. They act like they had one. I mean, that's what the government is there for. Police officers are leaving the force too. You have a. I mean, when you got a record a shortage right now with officers as well. When you're dealing with no respect from the citizens as well, when for some reason somebody gave them the green light that hey, the justice system is not working hand in hand, so you might can beat this charge. So when you think you can get away with something. They're going to do it. Have we failed our children in New Orleans? Period. Point blank. I dropped the ball, too. As a father, as a person that comes from a poverty community, I could have did more. You know, I've done some things. I've done programs, but they wasn't consistent. I don't want to blame why it wasn't mm -hmm. consistent. It's just that when every administrative change positions, even though we have programs in place, those programs went out the window because new people came into administration. So it's an absolute tragedy what's happening, and the city leaders need to step up. Welcome to Cross Country. We begin with a Fox News. We want to thank uh, Cross Country Fox News for coming down, talking with you, Mike. So let's talk about that sit-down that y'all had real. Um, that was a real moment. I, it, it, hit, it impacted me to hear you say those things. Right. New Orleans is a slap in the face to be the number one murder rate. Mm -hmm. Kids understand that they can get away with certain crimes because of our adjust, the way our justice system is going. And dropping the ball as a parent, you know what I'm saying? Holding, taking, hold, taking accountability yourself. Yeah. I thought that was very important. Talk to us about why you said those things and um, what, what place uh, were you at when you were speaking on those things? And like, you know, what mindset were you in? Well, my mind really was on, okay, I realized she taking a shot at him, he taking a shot at her, district attorney saying this, the police, you know, everybody pointing fingers and blaming everybody, mm -hmm. right? right? And instead of them saying, okay, let me go sit with Jason. Jason, what is your weakness right now? Mm -hmm. Manpower. Okay, boom. Now we can go have a conversation to figure out how to give you manpower, mm -hmm. right? And if you say, if Jason would have said, well, listen, y'all, from the last administrative people that left when I came into office, they already had case had a caseload of all a lot of juveniles and a lot of cases that was not presented. And due to COVID, we had no court system, we had no system in place. Like nobody was prepared. The school system wasn't ready. Yeah. The hospitals, nobody was prepared. Yeah. Okay. See, they got parents that didn't even want their own children home. Like, yeah. Hey, this right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. School, this nigga can eat. Right. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had parents saying, I don't care if he gets sick or she gets sick. They got to get up out of this, mm -hmm. period. Yeah, they was literally okay, saying, saying it. it right? Yeah. So even with the workforce, they said, i tell you what, don't test her no more for COVID because we need the bodies at work. Yeah. And before we keep going through all the tests and everybody being positive and we can't get people at work, that means we got to continue to try and spend another twelve or $1,400, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Let them take their sick leave medically. Nobody want to deal with that no more. 
So you wanted the economic growth to open back up. Everybody wanted school to open back up. Everybody wanted the workforce to open back up. Everybody wanted the city to open back up. The city never stopped. You can't contain something when everything is still wide open. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So we never stop. So when you never stop, how do we say we, we contain something? I was in New York. So I seen the big numbers of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was Kings bigger County. up there. Yeah, in New York than it was Kings down here. County, That's probably like ground the zero. Nurse practitioners, the people that travel nurses, I mean, I salute them. Mm-hmm. Like I, I watch people that have never worked 14 hours a day, like a dog, dealing with COVID, not knowing if they really gonna make it back home to see their family. Like you can't even travel. Like once you signed on to be a nurse practitioner. In these different cities, it took a toll on. They got some people only FaceTime and saw the old lady, old man, for the first two years. Yeah. Didn't see their kids, nothing. So right. you had a relationship, you ain't had no more. You might be making the money, right? But the the time is gone. I think a lot of people don't realize that in New Orleans, in uh, 2019, was the lowest murder rate we had in three decades. Correct. Yeah. And um. Do you know? I was asking, like, what did we do? What did they do to actually get to that point? Because, of course, when COVID hit, uh, murder, I mean, violent crime went up all across the nation, not just in New Orleans. You know why? The mask, huh? No, not just the mask. The mask was just, everybody ain't took them seriously. They put the mask on. But what I'm saying is that we have Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm. That's showing kids how to cook it, True. break it down, stand right here, True. you post up here, you call Jack. You got games. That and um, Grand Theft Auto and Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just the works. Yeah. You know, you got Angry Mario. Like, the games that were PG for us. Like, when I went, brought my son a game, they told me I need an ID. Well, what, what kind of game this is, Miguel? Yeah, yeah. we had yeah. to put cheat codes in just to see the blood yeah. in Mortal Kombat yeah. Yeah. and stuff. And you know, just you know, now is so it's, it's, on, you had, it's like, on apps now. Like, you feel me? So when I didn't even watch TV, I was always so busy. So when I, I didn't know nothing about TV. Mm-hmm. I caught up on every Netflix series they got in two years. Like the Here stuff come that Mike with I the normally mic. don't do. True. I'm like, man, I Shit. didn't. So, you, I mean, crime just went crazy all over the place with the pandemic. People just started, you know, just doing well, crazy yeah, stuff. Nobody didn't want to even tend to their own child. Yeah, right. they was just going crazy. But no one was prepared for that, you know what I'm Correct, saying? We have another clip, Mike. I want you to cue that one up for me as well because yeah. uh, we definitely want to get off into uh, not this one right here with the other Fox News report. Uh, they were talking about, we're going to play it in a second, you know, you being in Algiers and crime and stuff like that. You were speaking on um, stuff like that in Algiers. We want to play this clip. Mike, do you have it? Okay, let's get to this clip right quick because I, I want you to give us, you know, your insight on this right here. Let's go live now to David Jones with Michael Willis of Help Other People Endure Hope. It says Algiers and New Orleans wasn't always like this. So we got to stop ourselves accountable. And stop pointing fingers. We can't play the blame game, but just have to stop. And I don't know anything about this new law stuff, but the old law, you don't kill children, elderly people, and women. That's just, that was off. You know what I'm saying? You don't do that. You don't go around schools, playgrounds, church. You don't do that. Willis says ending the violence starts in the community. Everyday people, people stepping up. He says he's ready and willing to do whatever it takes. Organize marches. 
start programs. So the bottom line, he says people need to be invested in stopping the issue where they live. Reporting in Algiers, David Jones, Fox 8, Local First. The reason why I played this clip and I wanted everybody to hear this clip and hear you say that is because that's how we perceived it from the OGs growing up. The OGs kept us in check. They they didn't allow us to see certain things. It was like you already, as children, we knew about kids and women being off limits. We knew the rules as kids growing up in the streets that, okay, it's not cool to shoot up the playground. It's not cool to shoot up a woman and kids trying to kill another person. Like, where we lost that at? Well, I mean, again, the games showed them one thing. Then... Uh, being isolated inside the imagination from the edibles and the drugs and everything. Let me tell you something. When I tried an edible, I come to realize that if you don't have a brain, boy, you go kill somebody. Mm-hmm. The stuff they got out here now. The drugs are 10 times as like, stronger. Yeah. Like Cat Williams said, that. This right here, Nick, this right here, Nick, this right here, yeah. nigga, this right here, man, I promise you, what, whatever they own now is something totally different, I promise you. There's no respect for the elders in the community, the well, kids. nobody was taught that, like I told you, when we watched from Katrina, like I said, my son's 16, going on 17, so... We, we didn't want our kids to go through what we went through. So they feel entitled. Mm-hmm. But nobody set their daughter, their son down and said, wash the clothes, fold the clothes, fix your bed. Why you fix your bed? Because you don't want to get back in that bed later on. Weekly chores. You know, mm-hmm. like, so they didn't do the stuff we had to do. Like, we had to go outside and suck up that, that son. Yeah. You ain't going to suck up that air inside. Right. And you're going to leave the door closed. You're not going to be in and out. Leave my dang, leave show my, me, yeah. Show, show me. 20 kids outside having fun. I don't even see them on Christmas Day. Right. Even with toys. But they're, they're in there playing them games. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely in there. Um, trust me, I got a house full of boys. The kids are so I gotta, smart. I got to put them out. The kids are so smart, you can think you about to walk in on them. They're already tracking your phone. Here come daddy. Mm-hmm. Hit the screen. They're about to walk in the room. How you know? I'm tracking them. Nigga, look. He's about to walk in the room. Nigga, hit the screen. Take the Playboy off right. Well, we about to get caught. Yeah, they they know you're coming. Technology now have yes. given them advantage yes. on everything. And as parents, how can we use this technology to our advantage? Like, you know, what, how can I have some things, ideas in mind? But you know, as in my house, the way I parent, you know, um, I don't believe in eating. When we eat, me and my family, everybody got to put their phone up. Mm-hmm. When we go mm-hmm. to the show, you know, what I'm, saying? I'm the first one that go put up. I, I'm gonna post us at the show as a family mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. cut that everybody because we're at the show now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Microphone list. Uh, we got to go back to being a community. Mm-hmm. We have to go back to what we knew that, you know what I'm saying, that who we were. Mm-hmm. It's not about, because I don't like to use black and white or gay and straight. We didn't have all those options. Mm-hmm. It's either we go eat kaboom, and that's it. That's it. You ain't no, you're you going to eat some cream milk. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you better get well, your cheese, because that, that rat gets your cheese. Look, Mike, you won't eat of that rat. You better figure out what y'all going to do. Y'all going to catch him. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all going to catch him. Lil Ben, whoever. Right. Or Ben, go eat your cheese. Ain't no options. Ain't no option. These kids got options. They complaining with y'all at the parents, not with Jordan's on. Boy, you got Boy, I wore shoes too. I'm talking read. about my toes came out. But, but that's, that's crazy. <laughs> that's, that's, that's. 
we have to go above and beyond. You, I think that's great. I, you know, when you're going out or you're doing certain things with your family, make these kids get accustomed to putting these devices away. Absolutely. You know, I didn't want to be. A, I didn't want to be a cool daddy, cool uncle. No, listen. Like I was at a cookout the other day. The women was over there. The men was over there. The children was over there. Yeah, everybody's in their own little section at this boy, point. When I was young, if you if you looking at a, a adult in the mouth, boy, you don't. If you looking at a adult in the mouth. You're you liable to get the, the taste you, slapped you're out. You're getting it. Or you get your in nose, your, face. your lip twisting, your ear. You can pluck something. Mm -hmm. What happened? Right. Yes. You yes, indeed. It. Right. Because the children stayed in children's place. places. Even right. if adults was fussing, they took that home. Mm -hmm. I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. I saw some other shit. You know what I'm saying? But right. what I'm saying, for the most part, the most adults, nah, like they, they knew how to keep it away. Like every family got its own secret. Every family got its own problem. Mm -hmm. But the children didn't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it was important not to do that or make sure the kids was outside right. the yeah, way. If, if you had a retarded child, I'm sorry, what they call it, syndrome? Mm -hmm. Down syndrome. Down syndrome child. Mm -hmm. People was hiding that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now that people realize they get a check for that, shit, they bringing them to the stove, bingo hall, everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's like the whole world went on reverse. Let's just say strippers. Guys that would act like, man, I, I ain't dealing with no stripper. But now that they're making all the money, shit, I'm marrying her, son. I'm kissing her and everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the whole world like, the stripper game is, yeah. that's what's up now. Yeah. Strippers are catches they these days. They're getting white. Man. Man, tell us about this hat Hope. right here, Hope. Hope. You know what I'm saying? So, tell us about your nonprofit. We all we got mm -hmm. um, stand for that. You know, like, we have to do what we need to do, mm -hmm. period. Like, we, if we don't care about each other, that's where it starts first. Mm-hmm. And helping other people endure, you know, like I told you, it's about my platform is your platform. Your platform is my platform. You know, we have to, they got kids that feel like they wasn't seen, they're not heard. You know, I was one of them kids. So some kids, though, they're thirsty for the attention. Yes. You yes. know, and they're willing to do anything for the attention. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when you're willing to fall in any organization, any group, it's easy to fall into the wrong hands. And because of social media, Human trafficking is so easy. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. anybody could be in your child DM, and your child could be in anybody DM. Yes, uh -huh. yes, when you that's real. you game over the thing. Yeah. It could be the black, you know what I'm saying? I was on in right. playing games right. with your kid, and they'll hold a child abuse. But not only that, right. though, but they know where you live. They're getting all your information. Remember, mm -hmm. your, your child putting your credit card information in. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Them people yeah. hacking all that. You got to be careful, no out here in the 504. We got to yeah, be vigilant. It's a whole different world. Like I said, it, it's, not, it's not where we had... Channel 4, 6, 8, 12, 38, right? Mm -hmm. Now we got one through a thousand stations, networks. You know right, what I'm saying? Like, right. the world ain't just Pac-Man no more. Donkey Kong. Yeah, Centipede and Street Fighter. It's, 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 it's over. It's yeah. really, this, this, is the, this is the chip they talked about. Yeah. This is the chip. is right here. A child at six years old got a phone, a thousand dollar phone. Yeah. They don't even have four hundred. They don't even have four dollar account. They coming out They coming out the womb, reaching for the phone. But that's why they already know because that's what we give our kids to keep them quiet. Yeah, we better go give them a Pinocchio or something. Or give them a, a game. Or mm -hmm. That's what's raising the, See, the children we, right we now. We going from again. We got away from what we are used to, and because he's screaming for that phone, we giving it to him. So everything that pop up on your cloud and everything else, they be like, damn, damn, my who you following? I really wanted to ask you one of these questions, and it almost slipped my mind, but um, you've been to so many different funerals, and you're speaking with so many different families. How do you, how are you able 
to absorb all of that trauma throughout the course of a year and still continue to carry what you have to do and move on forward as a man you are? Like, how does that affect you? To be honest with you, this has been... Let me get to the tornado thing then. Let me jump to that. Me getting caught in a tornado and dealing with my own tragedy and trauma. Mm-hmm. At one point, I was the guy that I tell everybody, man, hold your head up. You know, this too shit. Pass. Hold your mic up. You know, yeah, <laughs> you know like I, I've, I've always been that guy, you know, to seem like I had all the strength. And until I went through some recently, like I to watch 70 people in a casket, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's it became tiresome. And that's why I told people I, I just can't take another funeral. So what we go do to stop that part of it, you know? And I don't want to be a part of a nonprofit that's in it for the money. I don't want, like, I tell anybody even that have the programs, let me do the work. Mm-hmm. Y'all can make the money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But somebody got to do the work. Right. So the people that's getting the money, that's expert, I'm experienced. I don't need to be an expert. Mm-hmm. You put me next to an expert, I'll work any one of them. It doesn't matter to me. But if if everybody's driven for the money, I don't want the money. A life is priceless. You know what I mean? Funerals, I didn't, you know all the stuff I paid for dealing with a funeral. Yes. So if I I can save that money by, you know, putting it towards saving lives, that's where I want I want my money to go to. Right. Yeah. So and that's where like I'm just driven off of the opposite of what everybody's got going on. Some people got programs after the youth get in trouble. I don't. I want to do the preventative. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do no marches or nothing. I won't do the next day after the march. We'll be doing tomorrow, y'all. We did a great march. We looked good. Mm-hmm. But, but how can we, we secure our five-year-olds yeah. and right. get them into, especially well, the at-risk well, we ones? we got to get past the adult stuff, too, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't still be mad at me for something uh, old that happened about me yeah. 30 years ago. Yeah, that, right. you know, because you, you know, I didn't let you in Caesars that Whatever. night. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? You know like, what I'm some saying? people hold that. Yeah. Like, real, right? So, and that's, that's great and fine. But they won't allow me to help them save their own life or their children's lives today. Because of, I wouldn't let them cut a line. I will say this about the West Bank elders, all of the five hundred four communities. A lot of us are still here. A lot of us that was going to Caesars, I, you know, I, my first time seeing Money Mike was at Caesars. Uh, he had about forty thousand dollars. I don't know what they had going on on that night. I mean that day. But I was baby boy the prince. That's my brother from another mother. Yeah. And um, we was there. We was hanging out, and y'all was doing a music video. So it was epic to see you in action. I, was, I heard so much about you, but I was like, okay, that's Money Mike. I see why they call him Money Mike. But you know, those from those days at Caesars. The childhood with the two loaded the music and now I I've literally heard about you since I was a teenage the bar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now seeing you uh doing what you do now, advocating for victims in our community. There's nothing greater than the evolution of a man. Well, I was a myth to people. You know, like you said, you heard of me but you didn't see me. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people at one point always heard, he got a hat on, he have this, he got that. So um, I remember one time I'm sitting somewhere and I didn't have a hat on. And the guy, he's supposed to be coming here to pay to use the club and blah, 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 to pay for somebody to have a party. And all along, I'm sitting right there. But I didn't have the hat on. You know what I'm saying? So they didn't recognize you. They didn't recognize me. So when you're a myth and uh, you're just not so uh, available for everybody, it is what it is. And my thing is, everybody didn't have to see the miracles. Everybody, Like, I don't care if people know who I am. I didn't do it for the fame. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I'm not doing none of this stuff to be praised. I don't want no money. Listen, I don't want no money from nothing that I do. 
everything I've done, I've been doing it independently. Ain't mm-hmm. nobody ever gave me a dollar. What Master mm-hmm. P did before, you know, on some events that we did. But what I'm saying, like, if you're not driven the same way I'm driven, with the passion, you know what I'm saying, and the purpose, don't holler at me. Right. Like, I buy 500 Easter baskets. I buy 500 turkeys, toys, and, man, I donated $50 to that. Man, here go your $50 back, partner. I don't want, do you understand what a turkey costs? You know what a ham costs? And if you gave me 50 a ham is $23, $24 alone. Right. We got two of them out your money. Thank you, sir. Yeah, we but, have- I appreciate the donation, but you right here yapping off like I didn't ran away with something and I didn't got five hundred turkeys. I can show you all my receipts. And you were in. We had the video. We not. We don't have enough time to play, but you were in a tornado yeah. dealing with the toy drive. It was. Uh, we'll get it posted. Or uh, you could go to Money's Mike. Well, I'll uh, be back again. We got. Yeah, time, we right? got. The, we got a lot of time. Fact, y'all gonna be doing. Look like y'all. Look like y'all gonna be doing my documentaries. We. We. I'm, I'll be more than happy to. I'll be honored <laughs> to do more work with you, brother. I, you know, I would give you the best of what we have here in Queen TRC. She gonna help me, right? Absolutely. For sure. I mean, we got to be an effort. Like, everybody got a part to play in all this stuff, you know? And that's why I tell y'all hold myself. Like, I can't I can't point fingers at everybody else. Mm-hmm. It's easy to blame somebody else when you're not doing nothing. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. Y'all ain't taking our trash. Well, bro, let's go get four of my homeboys. You got dumb trucks. Let's go pick up all this trash. And, you know, like, it's mm-hmm. easy to point fingers and mm-hmm. yell at everybody, but are you willing to go feed people yourself? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to go dump those trash yourself? Are you willing to go do it Absolutely. in your own community. In your own community. So a lot of people are yelling, and that's great. Ah, I, I like what they're doing on their platform, but show me the work. Mm-hmm. Show mm-hmm. me the work you've been mm-hmm. doing. You talk about the city councilman, you talk about this one, that one, but show me your work in your community. Outside of blasting somebody that you feel like ain't doing something up to your part, mm-hmm. what show me, because I don't want to say no name. Well, we all saw what happened transpired, and I'm not saying you saying anybody, but you're putting me in a certain mindset, you know what I'm saying? And whatever transpired over the weekend, let's just continue to show the work. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. But, but the yelling is one thing. They well, got some people great with yelling and pointing fingers at people. Well, and, that ain't going to get use, us nowhere. But they're using that platform the right way to their ability. But it's still a wrong point because it's if, not, you, it doesn't if, you can, if you can point and blow these people down on a cell phone on camera, but your efforts is nothing. It's easy to sit on your mama porch, no lights on, no water on, you know what I'm saying, and talk about everybody, <sighs> right? It's easy to do that, right? But go look at those people work. Like, go see if they fed people in the last 10 years, two years, Action years. speak louder. Loud than words. So when you say you're an activist or act or whatever, mm-hmm. active is a part, a key part to it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Show us your activity. Show you. Show people how you act. Yelling at people, man, that's not getting nothing done. You got Instagram? Show it. I see Keated Black all the time out yeah. there feeding the homeless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout yeah. out to Keated Black. Yeah. She got a thing called Feeding the Block, and she really she be feeding the block. Yeah. But you the know. problem with people to understand, even Keated, a lot of people need sustainability. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they're funding the wrong people. They're entertaining the wrong clowns that claim they do this and they do that. Mm-hmm. Fun Keated. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she can get more food for these people, mm-hmm. right? more clothes for the youngsters, this mm-hmm. and that. We know where she come from. That's why she loves what she do, because mm-hmm. she know what she wants. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know what yes. I'm saying? But we ain't got, nobody ain't got to remind somebody of where they come from. Right. The way you start might not be the way you finish. And some of the people you started with might not be the people you finish with. That's right. a, I like the way you just right. put that. The way you right. start may not be the way you finish. And you know Malcolm X wasn't who he was at the beginning. Exactly. Right. You know, 
Martin exactly. Luther King. Remember, they a lot of, him. A lot of people. People taught these people, educated them, mm-hmm. and let them be the, the messenger. Mm-hmm. Jesus was the messenger. That's it. You know, he picked 12 goons. <laughs> Change their life. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They ain't none of them was clean. Absolutely. But Absolutely. everybody's so busy. Moses was chosen at 40 years old. But he had to listen to Jesus that was 20, 30 something to tell him his path. An older, wise person had to listen to a younger, a younger. Mm-hmm. teach him something and tell him his purpose. You got to have your faith, though. You got to keep your Yeah, faith, faith and boundaries. Yeah. And he, yeah. did he not caught the seed? He did. He did. That's what the story said. The story That's what the did. movie did. Yeah, well, he he parted the scene in the movie. Well, All right, now we grew up watching that Ten Commandments. He was, he was over forty <laughs> when they decided. Yeah, but what I'm saying, a lot of people don't understand that the way you started might not. But if you give up on your dream because you dreamt of something, I was twelve years old. I dreamt of something. Ain't happy. I'm fifteen. Man, your dream might come when you're forty-eight, forty-nine. And 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 that's what we really want to wrap this up around. Um, because I, I you kind of read my mind there. Volumes. There's a bunch of youth in our community, a bunch of young men that Money Mike could relate to, I could relate to, Queen TRC, I'm sure you can relate to him as well. You probably dated a few of them, right? (laughs) Give yourself a chance. Don't take yourself out the game because of frustration and the inability to take advantage of every day. Mike, you did this. You've been doing this since you was nine years old. You were yeah, telling us when I you mean, first got in the yeah, building. Yeah. You how you 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 well into your fifties now. Yeah. No, I ain't well into. Okay, all right. My math is a little bit off. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Forty nine this year. Well, fifty need to be. We need to do it big for the five oh for you, big brother. Forty nine, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Um, but this 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 year gonna be the year too low to return. Like this is your prime right here. This is the golden. This is the go- beginning of your you golden. You know, and everything. And I don't mind saying it, brother. You know what I'm saying. You inspire me. Yeah. I'm telling you right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Y'all um, inspire me. Like, well, I mean, that's I, what's I, up. I want to say this in the humblest way. Like, I, I've never wanted yes men around me. I always want to learn. Like, I learn every day. Mm-hmm. Like for real, I learn something every day. Like I, I'm not even much even worried about my accolades from 20, 30 years ago. It's about what I'm doing now. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna take y'all for a journey forward. Then if y'all want to go backwards, we can see how it all got started. Exactly. But realistically, it's about what you're doing today. It's not so, about my so what's next? Let's we about to get ready to get up out of here. We got nine top round the corner. Yeah. You got a lot of Super Sundays coming yeah. up. Yeah. Summertime, yeah. springtime, right around the corner. Big, huh? Yeah, I mean, no. We got a lot of stuff about the. Yeah. So y'all got anything special planned for Nine Top? Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Okay, so y'all can look out for Money Mike Willis on Instagram. Yeah, you, know, you know how it is. You really don't want to leak out everything. Nah, yet. I know, I know, you I know, know how it is. But they can stay locked into your page. Wait till Lil Jenks. I mean, he got a song called Blind. Mm-hmm. I mean, the video. Oh my god! And y'all can stay locked into the live line right here Jay for the Reed. new music. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Announcements coming from the Toad. Hope organization. The the, the is it too loaded record still? Yeah, too loaded record. Yeah, like listen, <laughs> y'all don't don't get it twisted. I mean, I am who I am. I still have my faith, but I still can't not forget where we come from. Yeah, got to give the people the real as well. Well, it's all it's all good. You know what I'm saying? The music is our culture. You know what I'm saying? And with great leaders, we can provide the music that the culture needs. But it's all subliminal to, message too. Like people understand. I'm gonna show you how to be sexy without being. You know, you don't, I'm gonna show you how we could talk about syrup, but you ain't gonna see it. We go talk about smoke, but you go see the smoke. Right. Yeah, but you ain't gonna watch us roll the blunt. Nah, we, right. we ain't gonna show all that. We ain't right. gonna do all that. We ain't gonna show the guns. Like we ain't yeah. gonna show 
we gonna got a little bit of decency and order. You yeah. know what I'm right, saying? Right. Yeah. Tiara, you had any closing remarks before we get up out of here? Oh no, I mean I, I've, I've like you, you, you just spoke a lot. I'm stuttering, stuttering right now, but you spoke a lot, and it, it really encouraged me and yeah. inspired me for like what we're doing and um, the endeavors that we're trying to trying to get into and stuff. Remember, like seventy, eighties, nineties. Yeah. Yes. So all these are ten year gaps. You yes. know what I'm saying? So we just got to put them all together. Like, it's gumbo. We got to figure out what go work and what ain't. That we is. We can't give up, though. No, we no, never. We no, that's not in our spirit no, no. to give up at all. No, and we're not no. giving up on our community. No. We appreciate everybody who's going an extra mile to keep the community safe. Uh, You know, console those who are dealing with hard times in the community right now. Big shout out to everybody who's taking their hat off, taking their thing, popping their fingernails off, and getting down and getting to work. You know, that's the best way to get up out this situation. We need to stop pointing our fingers at the politicians and start looking at ourselves to save our community. Because we all dropped the ball. Hey, listen, look at if you look at my logo, mm-hmm. that's a hand and another hand inside of a hand. Mm-hmm. Pulling each other. I'm reaching to pull somebody. I ain't exactly. trying to tear somebody down. If I'm not reaching to pull you up... Well, you don't leave me in your life, right. and, and and I need right. you to reach too, right? Because I can't but reach I and grab. Yeah, oh, you know, no, I can't just grab. I'm you. six feet. I need you to reach and clutch I'm six my. Feet. I'm yeah, not going to eight feet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm not going to eight feet. So we're gonna definitely continue. You know, this is gonna be the start of something special. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We starting the year off strong. I appreciate you for coming and uplifting us and allowing us to uplift nah, you. We definitely, we definitely got some other stuff in the workshop. He told me what, 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 last week yeah. he was going to have money I was, Mike I was in the bed. I'm like, dang, I, yeah. I had the panic attacks. I'm like, boy, I can't leave out this house. You ain't about to see me like this. <laughs> nah, well, I don't want nobody seeing me like this. Well, you're, you're bouncing back. The tornado yeah. took yeah. you took you off the road a little, it looked like, because we watched the video. That uh-huh. tornado did a number yeah. on your vehicle, and you was in it. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was real. Man. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, God yeah. got a plan for you, fam. Yeah. He definitely and, and got and a plan for you. Like, even if I couldn't figure out my purpose, of my passion. I know now that I got to stay on the right path. Yeah. Definitely. There's nothing wrong with doing right, y'all. Yeah. And I know sometimes doing right don't feel right, but just keep doing right. I mean, right. good go always outweigh the bad. Right. And always. the fake will be exposed. Right. Always. Let it play itself out. What let it play it out. Uh, they tried to take my life. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I knew what I, when I was in the streets, I knew somebody was going to take my life. And every time I went to court, the judge was going to give me life. Uh-huh. Or I could change my life. And once I started having kids, it's like I was motivated like, I'm about to be another grandpa again. I don't know how to say that, another grandpa again. <laughs> but my, my oldest daughter that kind of w- was my first motivation to want to live and change my life is about to be a mom in a month. Congratulations so, on the newest edition. Yeah, like, I love all my kids, but they all did something different. Too, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, But Marianne was that, she was the first driver that gave me the drive. Mm-hmm. You know, and my second son, my first son, Kendall, it's like, I look when I see him, I'm like, boy, did they clone me? Look just like <laughs> you, man, unbelievable. You know, that's and, your uh, twin. But yeah, but but all my kids, all of them got that curse. Every last one of you, my daughters. But it's like that's why I feel I feel like at one point because I was so busy chasing the bag and just chasing the dream to where sometimes I didn't make everything. Mm-hmm. You know, and you think sometimes the money is everything. Sometimes the time. It's the time. It's, it's the, the only commodity in life you can't get back. You can't right. get back. So try and make all the memories with your family, your kids, as much as you can. But you also got to sit them down and make them understand, this is how we sustain this lifestyle. The stuff you have, this, mm-hmm. 
Somebody got to work to keep it. Mm-hmm. If we're a billionaire, we want to stay a billionaire. We can't just start spending money. So we got to keep working to have enough businesses going on to keep feeding that, yeah. you know, that money back. And it's called generational wealth. Generational, generational wealth. wealth. It starts somewhere. Yep. And I'm sure in your family, it's starting with you. Yeah, I, I, I broke a lot of you, milestones. Yeah, you, but no, but see, my daughters, they the first one to graduate from college. I went, mm-hmm. but I, you know, like I said, when I went left, I was like, shit. And the crazy part about generational wealth is the person who kind of starts the generational wealth side of it, they're really not there to really be. It's going to be your grandkids. Yeah. They're there to lay the foundation. Yeah, you lay the foundation, yeah. but your grandkids are going to be the ones that really reap everything you stole. But they cannot try to change a blueprint. No. Mm-hmm. It's we, called mm-hmm. work. And yeah. that's what generational wealth yeah. is all about, teaching them how to run the family business. Mm-hmm. Mike, I appreciate you for coming in, fam. Mm-hmm. You know, we took a little bit more extra of your time than we were I, supposed I, I, listen, to. I ain't got nothing else to do right now. <laughs> well, we going to keep running it yeah. after the show, man. We about to wrap this up. You heard me. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. It's Mardi Gras season in the NOLA. Yeah, everybody be safe. Help a friend. Give a plate. You know what I'm saying? Out. Give some food out. You know, give bring some extra bags. When you see the kids running around, they don't have a bag. You got an extra bag to let I'm the kids. Die, but whoever got potato salad, I'm there. Yeah, whoever got, you know, nine toppings right around the corner. Not it's going to be a West Bank salad, thing. Yellow, yellow potato salad. Yellow potato salad. Yeah. 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 No, but I was, no raisins in it neither. I was like, no, it's not That's supposed to be that color. <laughs> <laughs> it's not supposed to be that color. Y'all eat olives in y'all potato salad? I've seen potatoes. I'm like, who put the olives oh. in a potato salad? What's going on? Brunch, you need to go ahead and slide to it to the side. Yeah. yeah. What's, you know, yeah. No, oh, okay. No onions and certain things, but not no. No, not no, no. Not no olives. Yeah, you know, um, gumbo and mashed potato. potato me, I mean, um, potato salad me, please. <laughs> Nothing. Gumbo and potato salad. You don't. Oh, I do gumbo and I, potato yeah, gumbo. salad. I, I got a scoop scoop. Yeah. Like, I got even with dressing. Scoop scoop. Yeah. Like, like, I can't just do it. I got dressing. You ain't got no potato salad. No, <laughs> you ain't got no dressing there. Where you from? Where you from? You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta have the potato. You gotta be scoop, scoop. Man, we hard yeah, up in New scoop, Orleans. Scoop. Yeah. We hard up in the New Orleans squad. I'm telling you, live squad. You I come down. I want the king cake thing. Whoever get the baby, I, but I won't go back to the old king cake thing where whoever get the baby got to buy all. They don't really that. do that no more. Yeah. They just let's bring it back but again. We keep. They don't even do that. Like, I, look, when I buy, I take it, I lift the key cake up I'll a little bit, and I tuck it in there from under it. You hear me? Putting it in myself. Got to go back to what made fun for, fun for us. Yes, yes. Let's do it. You hear me? Can't wait to see everybody underneath the bridge uh, this coming uh, February. You know what I'm saying? I got to make non talk this year. This, that's that's y'all. That's y'all Mardi Gras right there. Non talk is ignorant. Um, it gonna be ignorant. We gonna be shooting a lot of videos. What that was twenty. 20? Yeah, 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 we went that out there 2020. Time, like actually going yeah, some nonsense. Man, talk. listen, somebody showed Not me something. I'm like, oh, she really want that. Yeah. Guess what? Even Super Sunday gonna be so crazy. The West Bank, West Bank, uh-huh. the Park gonna be crazy. Um, yeah. I'm bringing some celebrities from out of town. A lot of bloggers gonna be in the city. I'm gonna let them do their show here in the city. Come on now. Yeah. I'm gonna be amongst them. I'm bringing them. names from New York. I don't want to say names yet. I'm bringing names from Atlanta that's on the radio show. I'm bringing people in and let them yeah. Right I'm going to be looking for you, too. Yeah, we're going to see my feathers. We're going to be looking for you. All right. Up next, we got the Inside the Lab Mix. He's still ain't getting my butt. <laughs> brought to you by the Live Live TV and Radio. Download the N-O-T-N app today. It is free. If you don't see it, add the dot, N-O-T-N dot. And it's L-I-V-E. Money Mike Willis, ladies and gentlemen. Money Mike. 
Yeah, we gonna get the, the T.R. need a high key button. You heard me? I've been asking for that high key button since last year, fam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got you a high key thing. On the iPad, I gotta get the line. I gotta get the audio line to go yeah. from the mixer to where we at. You heard me? It's got coming. You heard me? We about to get up out this thing, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for liking, sharing, and subscribing. Much love to everybody that's out here, part of the live squad. Make sure y'all catch up with us next week. We got Big Fave yes. in the building. You know what I'm saying? Going to be premiering his brand new song with Chopper Style, with Remix. Hello, somebody. Remix, Remix. with Chopper Style. Next week, you heard me. It's going down in a major way. We out this thing. Got to go, Bo. All right. There you go. Brand new bricks, not a single crease, that bitch has step polite Fuck it, I'm down for whatever, let's see what these bitches on tonight City shopping with your nigga, cutting traffic in the bins On jet skis in Miami, he the one who set the plans, he hosts a fan All your hosts are scams, still can pull your man So what's up, if I'm pussy bitch, then show me where you stand We outside, we was never hiding, empty all your pockets Yeah, we stripping our part time and doing shit without the pot My hoes legit, and it's fuck you, click my bitch, straight shit Big bag on that stripper shit, make sure you leave a tilt Humble and inconsidence, don't like my niggas counterfeit <laughs> I had to stop her like a red light. I'm tryna see what's up with her tonight. Maybe tonight I can catch a vibe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm tryna stop it like a red light. I'm tryna see what's up with her tonight. Maybe tonight we can catch a vibe. <laughs> Let me explore everything you like. I'm tryna stop it like a red light. I'm tryna see what's up with her tonight. I'm only concerned with them dividends My ex broke my heart, felt like Tony couldn't breathe again But I'm in the streets, back to me again I keyed the whip, then I deleted her Beat up his bitch cause she believed in him Defeated, no bitch, I never deleted him My money longer, they's getting slimmer You wasn't with me in the gym, you's a contender Keisha Cole, I remember, they try to hinder This goat, still goat, streaming cutthroat Do you won't smoke? Cause I heard you bitches coked out Got a gang of bitches, we smoke our booty, poke out True religion, I'm still a What it is, y'all, let's know it's your boy Chopper, a real Chopper Man, where your head go at on his way, you know what I'm saying? Y'all look out for the new album, it's called Life is Bigger, man. New Orleans Talk Network, man. What's up? Y'all know where it is. Come on, we about to drop this thing, man. Get to the don't need a lot of that. If she like all my pics, then I follow back. I be off in the hood, show you how you trap. I get to the loop, get all kind of stacks. With all of these guns, got all kind of straps. If you playing games, I'm in full attack. Shine like the sun, I can ball with fiends. Trying to run up the score, ain't no even Steven. Try to tell them once, but they ain't believe me. It turned my heart cold, made me anemic. Seeing that money make firm believers. Thanks to the Lord every time I'm eating. Watch how I floss every time I'm feasting. You want the beast, so you want the demon. I'm a humble soul, don't release the evil. Studying on them like my name can eat. So make they just wanna deal on the pills, nigga. They gon' chew you out and never deal with you. Picasso, baby, now you get the real picture. You just want somebody to keep it real with you. They just wanna deal on the pills, nigga. They gon' chew you out and never deal with you. Picasso, baby, now you see the real picture. Smoking out, pulling up, keep that lean up in my cup. Everybody wanna ball. I ain't never changed, I've been the same since I was slow. Can't be sure my nigga name, I know my job is selling pills. Took my nigga G, that's why I told her still. And even through that pain, I still ain't pop new pills. Huh. I ain't never changed, I've been the same since I was slow. Can't be sure my nigga name, I know my job is selling pills. Took my nigga G, that's why I told her still. 
And even through that pain, I still ain't pop new pills. Uh, that nigga Vino, he my cousin, but I call him my brother. Yeah, he grew up with no moms, call my mom's his mother. Yeah, we got that shit together, got that shit from the gutter. I ain't had shit last summer, I was scamming last summer and free my. Uh. What's up? You already know who this is. You heard Bay Boy the Prince. Y'all make sure y'all watch the live line, man, because it's going down every night. We on the live line. You heard me? I'm watching it every night. I'm looking at it every night. I'm listening to it every night. It's going down, man. Y'all come through 504. Live line is popping. It's your boy, Bay Boy the Prince, and I'm signing off. You heard me? Ah, oh, oh. My armies.